In the name of our loving, liberating, life-giving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Good morning. I think we can do a little bit better than that. Good morning. That's better. But as it is a good morning, sometimes we forget that. In today's day and age, it seems that we can't take a step without encountering some sort of hatred or evil in the world. Everywhere we turn, there are stories of mass shootings, sexual abuse, people suffering from oppression, you name it. It gets to a point where we become so overwhelmed by the hatred around us that we no longer feel as if there can be any love left in the world. We become so blind to the love that is there that we ultimately forget it entirely and no longer recognize what it looks like or feels like. And yet, just because we can't find it, that doesn't mean it's gone. You see, love isn't just a passing fancy or something that has a time limit. It's not something that can just be discarded, and it sure isn't something that ceases to exist entirely. Rather, as 1 Corinthians tells us, love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. We first come to hear of this love through Christ, who throughout his life set an example of what it means to truly love others. He shows us that to love means to go where no one else will go, to show kindness to those who have been scorned and looked down upon by the rest of society. For example, where others saw a helpless and blind beggar, Jesus saw a child of God who was suffering and restored his sight. Where society saw a tax collector whom they despised, Jesus saw a man in need of a little love and broke bread with him. And even when his own disciples tried to stop all the young people from approaching the Lord, Jesus called the children to his side and taught them to love others in order to make this world a better place. This was a man who loved to no end, who went as far as to give his life, that one day we all might achieve paradise. Over the past 12 years, I have attended various summer camps, youth retreats, volunteer workdays, and so on at Camp Mitchell atop Petagene Mountain. Spending so much time on that mountain has resulted in it becoming a sort of second home for me. It was here that I not only grew in my faith, but also where I have come to grow in community with some of the greatest people I will ever know. It's a place where no matter what is going on in my life, I can return to and be myself without fear of judgment or scorn. But most of all, it has been where I have come to meet God and learn of his unending love for the whole world. Around two years ago, I made a giant leap towards understanding this love and being able to recognize it. On Tuesday, March 8th, my grandmother left this earth behind. She had suffered from Parkinson's for many years, losing her senses of smell and taste as time went on, until finally, her whole body just shut down. To say that my nana and I were close would be an understatement. I was her little buddy, and she was my biggest supporter. There were many summers and holidays that I spent with her, in which we did everything from watch Family Feud in our pajamas to exploring our Polish heritage. She left a huge impact on my life, 
Much of who I am today is because of the love and life lessons that I received from her. So when it came time to fly alone to Chicago the Thursday following her death, there was no hesitation to board the plane and go say goodbye to her for the last time. That weekend we buried a mom, a wife, a nana, and most importantly, a true child of God. Now because I had gone to her funeral, I was missing out on attending Winter Star, one of the youth retreats in our diocese held at Camp Mitchell. This was a tough reality for me, because while I was mourning, all of the people I would normally look to for comfort were hundreds of miles away. And yet what I realized that weekend was that even though I was 677 miles away, I still felt their love. Around the same time that I returned to my grandfather's house on Saturday night, my two best friends, Logan Estes and Henry Allen, wherever he is over here, had snuck out of the dance at Winterstar and were hiding in one of the buildings at camp just so they could call me and see how I was doing. We talked for a short while before they had to leave. And to this day, I can't really remember what words were exchanged between the three of us. But what I do know is in that 30 minutes or so, I had felt immeasurable amounts of love and for support from the pair. The next day, when I was dropped off back at the airport to fly home, I was sitting at my gate when I received a text from my friend Lily. I opened my phone to a 10-second video in which the entire camp at Winterstar had gotten together on the cliffs and shouted, We love you, Trevor! Now, I don't know if you've ever broke down in tears in an airport surrounded by strangers, but I have, and it's not something I would suggest doing. However, that didn't matter to me, because in those moments, I came to feel God's love and his presence in my life. Once we experience this love, there's really only one thing left to do. Share it. In this morning's gospel, Jesus calls us to go out and spread this love to love one another as he loved us. While this might seem easier said than done, it is still our call to answer so that we might make life a little better for all of those around us. One of the best ways we can spread this love is by living it out in our lives and showing others what it means to love like Christ. We are given opportunities to do so each and every day. Maybe it's something simple, like picking up the bill when you're out to eat with friends getting a meal for that person holding a sign on the side of the road, or even taking time out of your day to send a really kind and thoughtful message to someone you know. Other times it may take a little more work. For instance, you may find yourself on the phone with someone into the wee hours of the night because they had a rough day and need someone to talk to. Or maybe you see someone suffering, and instead of ignoring them because it's not your problem, you pull them aside, find out what's wrong, and see what you can do to help, if anything. Either way, we spread God's love to those around us through our actions in our day-to-day lives. As someone who has come to know the love of God through the actions of people like Dr. Keller, Miss Beth, and my teacher, Mr. Dodge, and so many others, I can tell you this way really does work. So maybe take some time today. Think about what you can do to show others what it means to love. If we can all come together and love one another as Christ loved us, well, just imagine that there's just no end to the good that we can bring into the world. Amen.